السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعده صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين وقال تعالى ولا تركنوا إلى الذين ظلموا فتمسكم النار صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين Most respected elders, beloved brothers in Islam All praises are due to Allah Rabbul Izzat Our creator, our sustainer, our nourisher The creator of the entire universe We send choices of durood and salawat upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Last week we had discussed the message of Surah Fatiha, we had begun the discussion of Surah Fatiha and we had mentioned that this is the most oft repeated Surah in the Quran every Muslim in every rakat of every namaz has to recite Surah Fatiha and we had discussed the first three ayat of Surah Fatiha, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Maliki Yawm din These verses are extolling the praises and the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are attributing all praise to Allah, who is the most merciful, the most kind, the most compassionate, the owner of the day of Qiyamah. And we had discussed in detail regarding these three verses. The fourth verse of Surah Fatiha, إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ We understood that all praise belongs to Allah. The one in control of everything is Allah. So now what we are saying, إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ That, O oh Allah, You alone do we worship. Our worship is only and only for You, O oh Allah. <coughs> this word na'budu comes from the root word abd one is our ibadat we are the abids of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we worship only Allah similarly each one of us is the abd of Allah abd literally means a slave we are all the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so just as all our worship is only for Allah then we have to display the condition of slavery and servitude in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Iyaka na'budu Allah, you alone do we worship. 
We are your slaves, O oh Allah. Once Hassan Basri, rahmatullahi, who was a great tabi'i, Sayyidu tabi'in, and he had seen many of the Sahaba, radiallahu anhu, as well. He purchased a slave from the market, and he brings the slave and comes home. So when he comes to his home, he asks the slave of his that, "What is your name?" So the slave tells him, since when does a slave have a name of his own? Whatever you will call me, that will be my name. Whatever you, my master, will call me, that is my name. He asks him to tell me, what will you eat? Do you have any dietary preferences? What food do you like? What will you eat? The slaves tell him, the slave tells the master, that, oh my master, whatever you will give me to eat, that, that's what I will eat. I do not have any choice of my own. He asks him, what will you wear? He says, whatever my master gives me to wear, that's what I will wear. Where will you sleep? The slave tells him, I have no choice. Whatever you, wherever you tell me to sleep, that's where I will sleep. Hassan Basri, rahmatullahi, falls down unconscious. After a while when he regains consciousness, somebody asked him that what happened to you? He says that the slave taught me the lesson of Abdiyat. My ownership over the slave is a temporary ownership. But yet, the slave has handed all his affairs over to me. Whatever you will call me, that's my name. Whatever you will feed me, that's what I will eat. Whatever clothing you will give me, that's what I will wear. We are the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says that I learned this lesson of slavery from the slave. That Allah owns us, Allah is our master, Allah is our owner. We will only eat that which Allah has permitted us to eat. We will only drink that which Allah has permitted us to drink. We will only look at what Allah has permitted us to look at. We will only listen to what Allah has permitted us to look at. And what Allah has made forbidden, then we will stay away from that. That is the spirit of slavery. When we are saying, good, That, O oh Allah, only you do I worship. O oh Allah, I am your slave. Ibrahim bin Adam, Rahmatullahi, another great, pious person of the past. Somebody comes to him, and ask him, and it's a common complaint. Many a times we hear it. He comes and he says, that, oh Shaykh, I wish to change my life now. I want to stop the disobedience of Allah. How long am I going to continue breaking the laws of Allah? Ibrahim bin Adam, rahmatullahi, was a great saint. And what was he? He was the king of Balkh. He was a great king. One day when he was resting in the night, He's lying down on his bed, and he hears some footsteps on his roof. So he calls out, who is there? Who is walking on the roof of the king? So a voice replies, that it is me. I am here on the roof. So Ibrahim bin Adam, rahmatullahi, asks him, what do you want? At this part of the night, and on the roof of the king, how did you get there in the first place, and what are you doing on my roof? So this person replies that I'm looking for my camel that got lost. My, cam- my, cam- my camel got lost and I'm looking for my camel. So 
Raymond Adam Rahmatullahi he asked this person oh foolish person first of all there is no camel here on the roof where are you going to find the camel that got lost on the roof of the king oh, look for it where you, where you lost it how are you going to find your lost camel on my roof so the voice replies to him in the same way how you are going to find the love of Allah while reclining in the comfort of your palace how are you going to find Allah in your palace if you feel that my action of searching for my camel on your roof is strange then your action is even more strange you are searching for Allah but while reclining and relaxing in the comfort of your palace immediately he realizes this is a message from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he abandons the entire kingdom of Barakh and he goes into the servitude and the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he sacrificed everything he had everything at his beck and call he left everything and he went away into the wilderness and that is how he became Ibrahim and Adam rahmatullahi one of the great saints of the past so he tells this person this person who asks that how can I leave the disobedience of Allah how can I come a true slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he tells him that if you want to disobey Allah you want to break the then stop using the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stop using the bounties that are given to you by Allah then you may break the commands of Allah no problem but, but do not use any of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala see this is impossible every moment we are enjoying the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah wal adiyat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes qasam on the various types of horses horses why they prepare to sacrifice their lives for their master jump into the thick of battle it's not their battle they are not fighting with anybody but because of servitude to its master master gives it a little bit of food little bit of fodder is prepared to give his life in the battlefield thereafter Allah says insan is most ungrateful to his Rabb Allah has given him everything taken care of every need of his and yet insan uses those very same layer this is إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ Oh Allah, you alone do I worship Oh Allah, I am your slave وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ Oh Allah, only you I seek assistance from Every type of assistance Whether it may be worldly needs a person has Or a person's deeny needs A person's spiritual needs A person's needs of the akhirat إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ Oh Allah, I only worship you And I only ask of you We are making this dua When we are reciting Surah Fatiha, this frame of mind that I am asking Allah, Oh Allah, you fulfill every need of mine. Oh Allah, I am asking you for assistance. إِهْدِنَ الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمُ Oh Allah, give us hidayat, guide us to the straight path. Hidayat is the greatest need of every human being. Without hidayat, a person will be lost. In every rakat of every namaz we are asking Allah, Oh Allah, guide us, give us hidayat. Take us along the straight path until we reach our goal safely. Until we leave this world with iman. Every moment, every second we are in need of hidayat from Allah. One is Allah has guided us to the path of Islam. That is hidayat. Allah gave us kalima. And then 
at every step we are in need of hidayat, which is called tawfiq from Allah. That every good action we do, we do it solely through the tawfiq and ability that is given to us by Allah. Not with the means that we have. We have come today for the Jummah Salah. How many people there are out there who are more capable than us? In terms of means of this world, they are much more than us. But for some reason or the other, they are not here. Perhaps physically they may be more capable than us also. It is a tawfiq from Allah. Allah gives tawfiq, Allah gives hidayat. We are asking Allah, oh Allah, give us hidayat to do the right things. You have guided us upon iman, you have given us Islam. Oh Allah, now give us hidayat, give us tawfiq to carry out those amal that will make you happy so that we can reach you in such a condition that you are happy with us. اِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ Allah, guide us on the straight path. Take us along. When is somebody comes and asks for directions, we give him the direction. Go straight, take your first right, take your second left, you'll reach, you'll reach where you want to go. And one is, you tell the person, I'll take you along and make you reach where you need to go to. That is what we are asking. إِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ Oh Allah, take us along the path until we reach our destination. إِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ And thereafter Allah explains, what is Sirat al-Mustaqim? The part of those whom you have favored. The part of those people upon whom you have shown your nirmats. And in another verse of the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains, وَمَن يُطِعِ اللَّهَ وَالرَّسُولِ فَأُولَٰئِكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالصِّدِّيقِينَ وَالشُّهَدَاءَ وَالصَّالِحِينَ هُوَ أَدُوز أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ we are asking Allah, Allah, guide us on the path of those whom you are favored. Who are those people whom you are favored? Min al-Nabiyyin, the Anbiya alayhi salam was-Siddiqeen, the truthful servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, was-Shuhada, the martyrs, was-Salihin, the pious friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the path of those whom we need to be following. Sirat al-Ladina an'amta alayhim, ghayri al-Maghdubi alayhim wal-Dalleen, not the path of those whom you have, those who have earned your anger, those upon whom you are angry, referring to the Jews. Allah's anger is upon them. Why, despite having the knowledge of the truth, they understood what is the truth, but because of their arrogance, because of their pride, it stopped them from accepting the truth and coming on iman. So they have earned the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And neither the path of those who have gone astray, referring to the Christians. <coughs> that they elevated the rank of their Nabi to such an extent that they made him, Billah, they say he is God. So they went astray. So not the path of those upon whom you are angry with, and not the path of those who have gone astray. Worthy of note here, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explained the path of those whom He have favored, Allah didn't say, Sirat al-Kitab wa Sunnah. Guide us in the straight path, the path of Kitabullah, or the path of Sunnah, that go and study Kitabullah on your own, and you will reach your goal. Now Allah says, Sirat al-Ladina an'amta alayhim. It is the path of Rijalullah, that you will have to go to the men of Allah. The people of Allah, whom Allah has given the understanding of deen, 
and understand deen from them and follow the straight path according to how they teach us. That is why it comes to fit that we follow the four Imams. Why? Because Allah has blessed them with the understanding of deen as brought to us by Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And in every aspect of our life, we take guidance from those whom Allah has guided. Sirat al-ladheena an'amta alayhim Guide us onto the path of those whom you have favored. This is the message of Surah Fatiha which we are reciting daily on a daily basis. Every day we are reciting it. Every salah, every rakat. In Hadith Qudsi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hadith Qudsi is that hadith which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam directly narrates from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says, قَسَمْتُ الصَّلَاةَ بَيْنِي وَبَيْنَ عَبْدِي وَلِعَبْدِي مَا سَأَلْ I have distributed, I have divided salah between, I have divided salah, in other words, Surah Fatiha, between me and my servant. And whatever my servant will ask for, I will give it to him. When a person recites, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Allah says, Hamidani Abdi. When a person recites Surah Fatiha, the first ayat is reciting, Allah says, My slave has praised me. When a person recites, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Allah Ta'ala replies, Athma Ali Abdi. My slave has extolled my praises. A person recites, Maliki Yawmiddin. Allah replies, Majjadani Abdi. My slave has mentioned my majesty and my greatness. Iyaka na'budu wa iyaka nasta'een. When he comes to this part, Allah says, Hadha bayni wa bayna abdi. This is between me and my slave. Whatever he will ask for, I will give it to him. And we will understand and we will realize what we are reciting. And Allah is replying to us, this is a conversation with Allah. Then our salah will be of a different level. Don't be that we are reciting Surah Fatiha, but our mind is somewhere else. We are thinking of everything else besides Allah. And we will understand what is the message, what is Allah telling us. What is Allah replying to every verse that I am reciting. And then when a person recites, اِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ صِرَاطَ الَّذِينَ نَعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ غَيْرِ الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَضَّالِّينَ Allah Ta'ala replies, هَذَا لِعَبْدِي وَلِعَبْدِي مَا سَأَلْ That this, this is for my slave, whatever he will ask for, whatever he is asking for me, from me, it is given, it is granted. I will fulfill his needs, I will give him hidayat, I will put him on the straight path. I respect the dalis and dear brothers, this is to enhance the level of our salah. Every day a mu'min should be progressing in deen. Every day he should be coming closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That salah we are performing, we are in communication with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we should understand what we are reciting. And with that concentration, with that devotion, because it is from the signs of qiyamah, that devotion and concentration will be taken out of the hearts of people. So it comes in one narration, in an entire congregation, there won't even be one person who will be performing salah with khushu and khuzu. How will we attain that khushu? How will we attain that concentration? You will understand that we are standing in front of Malikul Mulk. Maliki Yawmiddin. We are standing in front of the owner of the day of Qiyamah. And Allah is listening to me. Allah is responding to every verse that I am reciting. I am communicating with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah give us all the understanding. آخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين